Yo, this shit looks crazy. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. Things are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, 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 How's everybody doing today? Sorry about yesterday. Uh, couldn't get an episode out uh, because I had little problems, some technical problems. Um, I really wanted to do an episode right after the debate. So let me just jump into it. Um, I'll start off with that since that's the most recent thing for the podcast. Um, one thing I did notice especially notice was uh, the day after the podcast, uh, the things going around on Twitter and everywhere is that Trump wouldn't disavow the racist and the, the white supremacist and Trump never disavowed the KKK and all that bull. And I believe the reason that he didn't not disavow them when he asked them to, he said, sure, you can hear him say it. Sure. And then he says, what do you want me to call him? Then Wallace, that snake, which they teamed up on him. It was so obvious. There's such bias there. Um, then he, uh, Biden brought up the Proud Boys. And he said, stand down and stand by. Let the police handle it. So, he, you know, he did. He disavowed it. But you wouldn't believe, because of the propaganda from the mainstream news, about how many times he's disavowed white supremacists. And the whole lie that Biden said he started his campaign on about how uh, Trump was racist and the Charlottesville thing hit him so hard that that's why he knew that he had to run for president is such bull. And it's from a lie. And that's why it angered me even more is because Chris Wallace knows that as a reporter, he is not an idiot and he has a lot of contacts in Hollywood. So maybe that explains it. Maybe he is very liberal. I know he doesn't like Trump. Everyone knows that. But I didn't think he would do what he did that night. Um, I guess he interrupted Trump 79 times or 75 and Biden like 15. You know, Trump was definitely the aggressor and was interrupting a little too much. And he could have let Joe Biden hang himself with his own rope. Definitely could have done better. But I do think that he did get some good points across. Um, and I guess if you read the transcript, um, you know, he got a lot of things out that you might have missed because of all the arguing and talking over each other. Anyway, one thing I do want to just put to rest. I want to put this to rest right now. Trump is not a racist and he does not want to be a white supremacist leader, want them to like him, want anything to do with them. Proud Boys, by the way, if you do your a little bit of Googling, you'll realize that the leader is Afro-Cuban. They are not white supremacists. They happen to just be on the right side of the political spectrum, and they don't like Antifa, which most of America doesn't. So that is bullshit. And how come they didn't ask Biden about BLM? 
and who's an Antifa who are actually burning down our towns and cities and uh, looting and killing people. It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. But anyway, listen to this, please. Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups? Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups? Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups? Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups? He has yet once to condemn white supremacy, the neo-Nazis. He hasn't condemned a darn thing. You've got David Duke just joined, a bigot, a racist, a problem. Would you, I'm not looking would you for, repudiate David Duke? Sure. Uh, David Duke and robocalls are out again, the white supremacist movement supporting you. Uh, do you have any know. words for that? Well, I disavow. David Duke endorsed me? Okay. All right. I disavow. Okay? When we looked at it and looked at the question, I disavowed David Duke. So I disavowed David Duke all weekend long on Facebook, on Twitter, and really? obviously it's never enough. Really? So are you prepared right now to make a clear and unequivocal statement renouncing the support of all white supremacists? Of course I am. Of course I am. When Chris joined, we had a news conference, and they asked me the exact same question. I said, I disavow. I disavowed then. I disavowed today on ABC with George Stephanopoulos. I disavowed again. Uh, David Duke is a bad person who I disavowed on numerous occasions over the years. I totally disavow the Ku Klux Klan. I totally disavow David Duke. Ultimately, he got to the Ku Klux Klan, which obviously I'm going to disavow. I've rejected David Duke, rejected David Duke. Uh, I've rejected the uh, KKK, the Ku Klux Klan. David Duke is saying to his supporters and followers, vote for Donald Trump. White supremacists are saying, vote. do you want those votes? No, I don't want them, and I don't want him to say it. And you I want the supporters? No, I don't want anything. I, what do you think of white supremacists, by the way? I don't like any group of hate. David Duke announced his Senate candidacy, claiming your agenda. Are you ready before you ask the question? Newt Gingrich said every Republican should repudiate this guy no matter what it takes. And I do. Rebuked. Is that okay? Rebuked. Rebuked. Done. Done. Do you want white supremacists to vote for you? No, I don't at all. Not at all. His campaign is denouncing a show of support from the KKK's official newspaper, as in the Ku Klux Klan. In the same New York Times interview, he denounced white supremacists. He denounced the neo-Nazis who support him. Racism is evil. And those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK. Neo-Nazis, white supremacists. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. I spoke out forcefully against hatred, bigotry, and violence, and strongly condemned the neo-Nazis, the white supremacists, and the KKK. President Donald Trump signed a congressional joint resolution that condemns white supremacy, neo-Nazis, and other hate groups. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry and white supremacy any group of hate i don't like it any group of hate i am whether it's white supremacy whether it's any other kind of supremacy whether it's antifa whether it's any group of hate i am very concerned about it and i'll do something about it so i know that was very long but do you understand why that question was so loaded and such bull. He's done it how many times? And why would they have to ask him again for the what? 1000th time. And Chris Wallace knows that. And the fact that he didn't ask 
Joe Biden about BLM and if he would disavow them, really show something. Because that's who's hurting the country right now. Antifa slash BLM. If they're not both the same thing anymore. I really don't know. I know they're Marxist, anarchist. They're the ones tearing up the country right now. Not far right. It's the far left. They even go to try to say on mainstream media that um, it's far right people that are going to these left-wing peaceful protests that are starting this to make it look like that. And it's like... You guys are insane. You are loony. You are just like these activists. You will spin and frame and twist every word to make it negative about Trump. And I'm sick of it. And I'm sick of you giving handicaps to Biden. They want to change the rules now in the middle of the game because Biden couldn't handle Trump. Even though they're saying, oh, on the, on the mainstream Oh, Biden won. Biden did better. Blah, blah, blah. No, on Telemundo, they said Trump won. There's a bunch of polls that said Trump won. Because if you look at the transcripts and you really look at what he said and what he said, and especially when he had Biden on lockdown about the law law and order and how he wouldn't say it and how nobody's backing him, no police are backing him, that makes a big statement. And that was true. And I think the reason why Trump kind of started really interrupting and getting, you know, the way he was is because he did feel like kind of double teamed, like he was getting, you know, double teamed, like he was getting, you know, trying to get stomped on by two people. Like, what are you going to do, man? You got to fight harder. So that's what he did. And uh, it really kind of screwed up the whole thing. And I think he could have done better. He could have had a lot quicker comebacks. But, you know, he hasn't done it in a while. So I'm hoping the next one's going to be better. But that whole racist bullshit, I just wanted to put that to rest. Right now. Don't want to talk about it anymore. It's so stupid. And another thing, that night, Trump didn't call Joe Biden one bad word, one name, one thing like that. He asked him questions about his son and about, you know, uh, uh, China. He asked him about Moscow, which is pretty crazy. Uh, But I bet you... Nobody on the left is going to Google that. No Democrats are going to Google that to find out if it's true. Because it must just be a lie because it's coming out of Trump's mouth. So everything else is a lie because they're so freaking brainwashed. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Do some research. Do some works. You know, get informed a little bit, man. A little bit. Let me just tell you, Joe, I've done more in, in 47 months. I've done more than you've done in 47 years, Joe. We've done things that you never even thought of doing, including fixing the broken military that you gave me. I got a couple other good ones from that night. Um, Here is one more. Use the word smart. Uh, So you said you went to Delaware State, but you forgot the name of your college. You didn't (laughs) go to Delaware State. You graduated either the lowest or almost the lowest in your class. Don't ever use the word smart with me. Don't ever use that word. Oh, give me a break. Because you know what? There's nothing smart about you, Joe. 47 years, you've done nothing. Let's have this debate. And if you would have had, let me just tell you something, Joe. If you would have had the charge of what I was put through, I had to close the greatest economy in the history of our country. And by the way, now it's being built again. Did you use the word smart? And for my favorite one, here you go. Uh, Vice President Biden, you are holding much smaller uh, events with nobody will show up. People with. <laughs> well, it's true. With, nobody shows up to his okay, rights. All right. And, agreed. 
Uh, Vice President Biden, you are holding much smaller uh, events with nobody will show up. Love it. Love it. That's hilarious. Let's go on to our next subject. Done with the debates. Not till the, or at least till the next one, which I'm hoping is going to be a little better. All right, let's get into another thing that I would like to debunk from this whole thing, which the mainstream media is going all crazy about. Um, let's talk about the Proud Boys. See, this part is funny. I wanted to do a thing and, and be very precise about it, but I happened to go look online for them on Google, which I didn't want to use. I should have used DuckDuckGo or something that's not biased to the Google uh, anyway, I see that it was updated five hours ago. So, you know, they're up to something. Um, because the Proud Boys was started by this guy named Gavin McInnes, right? He's kind of this jokester, kind of crazy, you know, dude. You know, he's a character. Uh, I believe he started Vice News. Um, now he does, like, another show. Um, but he's, like, a, you know, a slightly right individual. Not really that, you know... Um, what's the word, not conspiracy theorist, but uh, controversial. Um, The Proud Boys are literally a joke group that was just an opposition to Antifa. They were drinking at a bar and decided one day that they're going to make a group to fight Antifa because what was happening was they were shutting down this group Antifa and these snowflakes were going and shutting down conservative speakers at colleges. So they didn't want people to hear them speak. So they were, they would make them um, have to spend all this money in security. They would put this stuff all over campuses. So saying that they're hate groups, they're racist, all this stuff just to put them down. So it was making it impossible for the people in college to hear another side of the spectrum or another side of the story. And it got to the point where, you know, they said, like, we can't even go speak anymore. Like, this is getting insane. We need to make our own little group. You know, and uh, we'll be called the Proud Boys. And they made like a, you had to get punched in the arm three times and some stupid stuff. Uh, You know, this has been um, so pulled out, like just so wrong and so framed and manipulated. But anyway, so he's not even a part of it anymore. Because of the way they did it, they made it like as like an organization, which Antifa on purpose makes it so that they don't have any like, direct connect cells that way they can get against with the law so they can't be you know fed federally uh indicted you know on racketeering charges even though i believe they are because they're 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 not smart enough to get away with it but that's why they do that but they are they're a huge group they believe in anarchists um or anarchism or whatever you call it um they believe in um that everything should be socialist or communist they believe there should be no rich people, that they want to kill rich people. They believe that, you know, their life is horrible and everyone else has it better than them. They're really just crybabies. And most of them are people that don't have anything else to do. Um, they are brainwashed into thinking that this is true, that there's KKK and white nationalists and white supremacists everywhere. They're, and uh, the liberals have really pushed these people to really believe this stuff. And it's just not true. And it's just not true. Um, but on a funnier note, so on Wikipedia, it says that they are, a, the Proud Boys is a far right, which are not far right, neo-fascist, so new fascist, male only, I'm not even sure if that's true, organization that promotes and engages in political violence. 
Okay, political violence. The only time I've actually ever heard of them is or getting violent was when they were jumped by Antifa in New York City after they were coming out of a bar and got in a fight and the people got in trouble. Um, Antifa ran and said, fuck you to the cops. And the proud boys stayed because, you know, they're respectable people. And they got put in jail for like four years for like punching somebody and getting jumped. It's insane because it was a left wing. It was a whole just smear piece hit thing, all political. Um, the guy who actually leads it is Enrique Tario. He's actually Afro-Cuban. So I believe he's half black, half Cuban. Um, they have white people. They have Spanish people. They have Asian people. It is not a hate group. It is a group that is against far left radicalism. That is literally what they are. Um, it's just reading on this thing and just, and oh, the, the, it's, it's ridiculous. I just, I can't even, you know, like um, Gavin McInnes has said stupid shit, but you know, a lot of people have, but he's been deplatformed, you know, just like um, Milo, uh, you, I can't, I can never say his last name. It's Milo Yiannopoulos. He's like Greek, but he was deplatformed. Alex Jones was deplatformed. Anybody that gets big on the right uh, is deplatformed because they don't want people listening to them. So, all the crazy people are not even crazy, but all the, um, you know, popular people on the far right that aren't like, you know, uh, conservative Inc., which comprises of like Ben Shapiro, PragerU, um, uh, what's the other group I want to use? Um, Turning Point USA. Um, all everyone but them has pretty much been taken off YouTube and everywhere else. So. It's just, and that's, you know, that's election interference. And that happened after the 2016 election too. Most of that, they waited a year or two and they started doing it slowly, but surely. Laura Loomer, that's another one. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people that um, they're, they're not racist. They're not hateful people. They just don't believe what the far left believes. And they don't believe what Silicon Valley believes. Therefore, they believe that they don't have the right to have a platform to speak. So they believe that they shouldn't have their First Amendment. And then when you get to an argument about that, they say, oh, well, they're just not allowed on our platform and we're a business. So what they do is they abuse the Section 230 code, which is what makes it so that you can't sue people on websites for making, you know, uh, like on a comment section saying something. That person who runs the comment section can't be sued. So Facebook can't be sued for the videos or the things that are played on Facebook and YouTube and so on. Anyways, that's Section 230. There's a big fight about it going on right now. And they might lose it because they are using it in very bad ways, in ways of censorship. They're also using it for tracking. They're using it to sell your data. They're using it around the around other countries, like in China. They actually use it for a social uh, credit score. Um, they're using it in Iran. They're they're not just messing with our elections either. They're messing with a lot of elections going on across the world. It's very scary. They really do believe they are the arbiters of truth, and I think people should realize this and really start thinking about it. I know, like it's not something important in most people's lives, but I'm telling you, the downfall of us is going to be the social media and. Before it gets too far, uh, we need to fix it. I mean, it's already gone kind of crazy, and it's pretty far gone already, but I hope we can bring it back. But, you know, to say that 
these people are neo-fascist is ridiculous. Ridiculous. I don't know if you guys know who um, Ted Cruz is, but he is a senator from Texas. He actually ran to be the Republican nominee in 2016, but was beaten by Trump. Um, but this dude is awesome. Uh, and he is actually going after big tech. Uh, he's one of the few that really care about problems like this. And he comes on a lot of shows that a lot of other conservatives don't. I really like him. Anyway, here's a funny video that is so true. And I would love for you to hear it. But this is him talking to Big Muscles, Chris Cuomo from CNN. And uh, this is what he tells him. Chris, there was a time when CNN actually cared about being journalistic and talking about oh. facts. D Donald Trump broke you guys. I mean, entire show, your entire network now is just how much you hate Trump. And, and really? Chris, there was a time when CNN actually cared about being journalistic and talking about oh. facts. D Donald Trump broke you guys. I mean, you're just really? so your true. entire show, your entire network mm. now is just how much you hate Trump. And, and really? Chris, there was a time when CNN actually good. cared about Aaron being journalistic it. and talking about time. facts. D Donald Trump broke you guys. I mean, you're just really? your entire show, your entire network now is just how much you hate Trump. And, and really? Chris, there was a time when. There really was a time when CNN really did just do the news. You know, not everything was perfect and not unbiased, but they were pretty much the news. You know, they weren't crazy about anything. It wasn't anything extreme. Now it's all hate Trump all day, every day. Hate Trump all day, every day. All right, I wanted to get into another thing that happened. Um, this actually happened today. Um, I don't know if you guys know a lot about the whole Russia conspiracy that they had going on against Trump that uh, ended up being bogus. They impeached him for it. Um, actually, no, they impeached him for the uh, Ukrainian thing, which is funny because that's exactly what his son was doing. But um, the... Um, the Russian hoax, when they said he was working with Vladimir Putin and he had piss tapes and all this other stuff, uh, was all fake and it was all false. It was all put together by Hillary Clinton, um, and the leaders, Obama, Joe Biden, and then the leaders from the FBI, like, uh, Clapper, uh, James Comey, um, Brenner, there's a couple other names in there, Brennan, um, you know, uh, the two lovers, <laughs> that I know you've heard of. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, so he had a trial today, or I don't know what you would call it, not a trial, but uh, he was questioned at Congress today in the Senate and uh, listened to uh, Ted Cruz go off on him. It's really, really good. testified earlier today that you have concerns whenever the FBI uh, doesn't operate in a, quote, competent and honest way in your judgment was the way that the fbi handled the russia investigation the surveillance of the trump campaign the carter page fisa application the michael flynn investigation was that handled in a competent and honest way for senator cruz i there was no to my knowledge surveillance of the trump campaign i think the overall investigation of the Russian interference and whether Americans were associated with it was conducted in an honest, competent, independent way. 
Okay. Uh, so, Mr. Comey, you're saying it's competent and honest. I assume you've read the Horowitz Inspector General report, which found 17 significant errors or omissions in, uh, omissions in the Carter Page FISA application. So, in your view, 17 mistakes lie into the court is competent and honest? Well, I've read the report. I don't believe he concluded there were lies to the court, but there are significant and important failings in the way in which the Carter Page FISA was prepared and renewed. All right, Mr. Mr. Comey, let's go directly to lies. The, the Inspector General report concluded that Mr. Klein Smith, an attorney who worked for you in the FBI, deliberately altered an email. He had emailed the CIA to ask if Carter Page was a source. The, the CIA came back and said, yes, he was a, a source. And Mr. Klein Smith, your lawyer, altered that email to add the words, not a source to make the email say precisely the opposite of what the CIA said, and that fraudulent document was then used as a basis for a fraudulent submission to the FISA court. You believe that is honest and competent, Mr. Comey? I don't believe you've offered an accurate summary of the Horowitz's findings. Mr. Comey, I have the report right in front of me. Page 254 describes how the lawyer, specifically the words, and not a source, had been inserted in the response, directly reversing what the CIA says. I'm stopping that there because that's pretty much the whole thing. He just says he doesn't remember. Um, things didn't happen. What did happen that was bad, he didn't know about. Um, things that the Horowitz reports say aren't accurate. It's just he just lies and there really it really does feel like there's this like political class that doesn't ever get in trouble they always happen to be democrat or you know somehow with the left and it's it's remarkable and he's protecting hillary clinton and the clintons because hillary paid for the dossier the hillary clinton foundation paid for the dossier that was made about trump to be used against him um, as a way to start spying on him um, through the court. And that was a FISA court, which they lied to, which is a felony to get those warrants to spy on him. And like I explained before, this is a secret court where there's nobody to defend you or to like defend you. Like that, you, you know what I mean? You have a secret lawyer, you don't know about it, but. They would say, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this because of this or that. You don't have that. It's just what they write about you. And then the judges that are that are in that court say yes or no. And it's usually like 98% are approved. So when they go to that court to get it, they get it. And it was supposed to be used for terrorists. And now they're using it for presidential you know, elections. And it's on American people. And on a president. He was president while they were spying on him. That's dirty, and that's horrible. So, not a lot of news out today, so I'll be ending the episode a little short, and I'm sorry about that. But um, I will be having some uh, more shows coming up pretty soon. I'm going to have a couple of Real Conversations with Real People episodes where I do interviews with interesting people. Some are my friends, some aren't. Um, I have a psychiatrist that I'm going to be talking to about the whole coronavirus and how things have changed in the medical system and how they treat people, which should be interesting to some. I'm also going to have another conversation 
um, about the medical system. I'm not sure who would be interested in that, but it, it's going to be pretty cool. And I'm also going to have Carlo that I had on before. He will be back on to explain stuff in more detail, like epigenetics, flower of life, meaning of life, frequencies and how they work and get deep down in that stuff because that stuff is very important. And um, I think you guys are going to like what's coming up, especially you, Cody, my number one fan. And remember, Cody, Yo. got to wake up. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. Things are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, 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 wake up,